and welcome to another episode of the Fun Balanced Podcast, a podcast of unbalanced conversation. My name is Ian, and joining me, as always, because it's the second episode, so as always, as in they were here last week, and they're still here this week. And by last week, you mean 45 minutes ago, not to tip our hat. <laughs> yes, yeah, we are recording this immediately after, yeah. To keep the illusion. <laughs> That's John. That's the man behind the curtain. <laughs> That's Jay. <laughs> And I'm dead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fuck with curtains. Put all my shit out in the open. Can't even leave the curtain for a little bit. <laughs> no curtains. So I is that a starting point? Do we have something against curtains or? Uh... No, no, that's just a bit that I came up with right there. My cats do. My curtains, every curtain in our house looks like we got into a firefight recently. Because <laughs> they're just Swiss cheesed at the bottom. It's just, it looks like Wolverine tried to fold them claws out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wolverine got really into home decorating for like a week, and then he's like, this, bum. <laughs> and he gets thrown through a wall. Yeah, that's how every Wolverine story ends. That's like his superpowers, just being able to be thrown through a wall, which is kind of true. Yeah. It's a good superpower. I mean, yeah. Some would say a little overplayed. I mean, you really want to get niche, you just do it. You do Defenestrate Man, and then you just go through throwing out windows all the time. Like, walls are fine, but windows. Windows is where it's at. Yeah, that seems like the fancier version. I mean, is that what we're talking about now? Is niche atomic book things? Because I feel like this is a great topic to talk about dog welder. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I knew it was coming. I fucking knew it was coming. Yeah, let's get into it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, Jay, do you know about dog welder, the greatest DC comic book character? I do not. They were introduced in Constantine, I believe. In the hell... Uh, Shit, what's the part of that classic Constantine rogues gallery? What's the, uh, it's not Hellraiser, it's Hell something. Yeah, no, you're right. Hellblazer? Hellblazer. Yeah, something like that. Is it Hellblazer? (laughs) Like a dude in a blazer? Yeah. (laughs) Just the the blazer from hell. That sounds like a good sitcom, though. I (laughs) just, oh shit, no, that's your pretty face goes to hell. I was thinking. Oh, that is such a good show. So I'll talk about my, my comedy series pitch after that I think is genius. But Dog Welder. His ability is that he can weld dogs to things. <laughs> yeah. That's his power set. It's, really, it's all in the name. It's, it's all there. It's all there, yeah. Yeah, he does what Everybody. it says on the tin. He got his powers when he put on a cursed Egyptian welding outfit. Like welding <laughs> mask and torch. That's a thing? <laughs> That's a thing, yeah. Egyptians had welders. <laughs> Little known fact. And yeah. it took him over, and he, he found out his powers when he accidentally welded the family dog to his children. I hate when that happens. <laughs> it's happened to all of us, at least once or yes. twice. <laughs> I'm there. But my favorite thing is that Dog Wilder has actually saved the universe at least once. Because there were two stars that were going to explode, and you'll never guess what kind of stars they were. They were dog stars, and he welded them together. <laughs> There you go. And saved everything. You know? Yeah, just take it in. <laughs> like, people think, like, oh, these the villains in Suicide Squad are all bad. I would take Farms Fall Off Boy any day over dog. Right? Because if I remember what you're talking about, it's a compulsion, right? Oh, so yeah. He had to, like, leave his family because he couldn't stop welding dogs to them. Yep. We keep getting these dogs. <laughs> they keep doing it. And she just keeps bringing them home like it's... I think at some point, yeah, you gotta... <laughs> Who keeps bringing the dogs into the house is the real question. 
Yeah. I mean, it's all there. I'm still trying to digest a little bit, you know? Yeah, I mean, I want to see him on the big screen. That's my hope, is that we're going to get a, <laughs> a dog welder standalone movie or TV show. No, I just want the big DC movie, finally, you know, where everything <laughs> goes right in their universe and the films that they're making and everything's all in order. And then here we go. And you're like, oh, you're the only guy, you know? You recognize it immediately, and everyone's like, "What's this?" I mean, I want to see what Zach Snyder can do with. I was really hoping that'd be at the end of the at the Snyder cut, where it's just Lex Luthor on that bow, and then Destro comes in. He's like, "I think we should make a team of our." Oh shit! Is that Dog Welder? <laughs> You're in. Cheese it. And they all run. <laughs> oh shit! There's dogs on the boat. Oh fuck! He's got a dog. <laughs> and then he just kind of pops up in every DC movie after that. He's just in the background welding dogs to whatever. <laughs> it's like the Stan Lee cameo, but with the dude welding dogs to shit. That's amazing. I mean, Ian, we had kind of designed an RPG to make horrible superheroes like this. We That's did. Horrible. I cannot for the life of me remember what our dumb powers were when we tested it. Uh, my, <laughs> I know there's I, a picture out there somewhere. I could control the size of my earlobes. And you could summon... My limbs exploded? Well, you could summon different versions of Chris Farley, correct? Oh. Or was that Thomas? Oh, right. No, I think that was me because I was being carried because also... Well, your weakness was off. that your kneecaps fell off all the time. Yeah. So I had to be carried around by, obviously, Chippendale's Chris Farley. Yeah. You're kind of like C-3PO'd. Just... Yeah. <laughs> there on the back. That's, that's a fun idea. Is that overdone? Men of the board game universe terrible superheroes no i think probably heroes wanted is like the only bad superhero game right like as far as making horrible superheroes not I mean, superhero games that are bad one of my all-time favorite superhero video games was city of heroes and villains and i always loved the character creator the game was fun you know if you had the right group of people to play it with but that character creator you could just make whatever god-awful thing you wanted or you could get really serious. Oh, I made so many. Yeah, there were so many good options. It would be funny if there was, like, the opposite of that, and then you had to play that character. Just, like, he can't really control heat, but he can melt people's ice cream. <laughs> you know, it's more of an inconvenience than anything. He can slightly warm things up. Yeah. He can't, he can't go above, like, 100 degrees. <laughs> he can't. He's not a microwave. <laughs> He's like, settle down. Still, you do that to someone's like clothes, and you're just like, "Ah, oh, that's un oh, I'm uncomfortable. Like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm out. I'm going home. I'm starting to sweat. Oh, and the range is really, really bad. He has to be really close. <laughs> it's touch based. <laughs> really, he can just cuddle up to somebody and warm them up slightly. He actually has to move his arm on their body to make it happen. So it's just friction at this point. He's the spoon. It's <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, he has a really big. Sp Spoon heads, yes. That he heats up and then puts on your arm. And you're like, ow, goddamn, ow, ew. Why is it more wet than hot? That's the confusing <laughs> part. <laughs> I mean, he sweats all the time because he's always 100 degrees. I, yeah. And maybe that's the thing. He's really hot, but it doesn't transfer except a little bit. <laughs> except through direct touch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's almost as bad as gold balls. <laughs> and you want to tell us about gold balls? I don't have vivid memories of Gold Balls besides, the, isn't that a mutant? Isn't this from the, the Marvel side? Yep, yep, it's a Marvel X-Man. 
and he makes gold balls. Yeah, they just grow pot out of them. And he can do a bunch of them. So it goes pot, 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 pot. And he just shoots out little bouncy gold balls. Which you think would be useful. But if you play Minecraft, you know that gold's like the worst resource to make shit out of. Because it's just, oh, all right. It's not that tough. I remember going through the Marvel Encyclopedia and a specific name sticking out. It was Dr. Bong. Dr. Bong. I don't think I've ever heard of Dr. Bong. Tell us more. He's actually a, a sound bass. He has like, it's basically like a gong. Just He's not bong based. He's not bong based, which is what I thought. Yeah. That's what I expected. <laughs> that was where the confusion happened. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Do you know what his head is? He just had like a Dr. Doom look. He looked like Dr. Doom, except like more greens. It's Dr. Doom, but if his head was a bell instead. Oh, yeah. I think it was actually his chest that he could slam something, like his hand against or whatever. I don't know. I don't really remember. The name is what really hit me, though. Official image of Dr. Bong from first appearance, Howard the Duck number 15. Oh, the, a classic. I think I've got that upstairs in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, he does have a big bell for head. That's not the image I remember. That's Dr. Bong 1. Yeah. You might yeah, be there's... familiar with Dr. Bong 2. He passed the torch. Yeah, this is a legacy character. Oh, yeah. He has a big cannonball for a hand. Uh, that's uh, for him to bond himself with. Yeah. <laughs> He's not the way I remember him, to be honest. He looks more menacing than he should. Yeah, the bell. Why is there a picture of Will Ferrell next to him? I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Marvel, explain yourself. Have you not heard about Phase 6? <laughs> Phase 6. There's a handle on his, the top of his bell. Yeah. Like, so that's how you get this mask off. Everyone grabs that, right? And just like gives him a good wiggle. <laughs> My only weakness. If you grab a hold of it, you actually have like it's master control. He has to do what you say now. Yeah. Hmm. It's, yeah. it's his only weakness is his bell end. What we need is just more bad <laughs> superheroes. Not like, oh, these guys are so cool. You know, they were trying to go with a lot of like Suicide Squad stuff and whatever. But just like terrible. You know, a good movie was Sky High, and there were bad, like, powers. You know, people could get bad powers. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so at some point. It, no, I mean, it's not like a big blockbuster. It had a lot of cool people in it. I mean, it had Farva in it. That was cool. But sometimes kids can just be born with the ability to turn into, like, a glowing slime. Or, oh, I have the ability to be a hamster. Not useful, no, but it's fun. No, you're, you're just a hamster. That's not an you're ability. Just, now, now you're just a hamster. <laughs> and I assume they keep their own mental capacity, or how else would they turn back? I mean, I really want a West Coast, or not West Coast, I want a Great Lakes Avengers TV show. Great Lakes Avengers? <laughs> uh, yeah, the Great Lakes Avengers are one of the best super teams. They've had a rotating cast, just like all the different Avengers, but the, uh, the Great Lakes Avengers had... Doorman, who is fantastic. Doorman could produce portals that would take you from one room to another room, but only if those rooms were adjacent to each other. <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm looking for. <laughs> this podcast has just turned into what can we find for Jay? This is awesome. <laughs> I was going to also mention one of my favorite anime of late is My Hero Academia. And they do a really great job of showing off some of these powers that originally are just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, like, why is that useful? And then because it's such a, like, anime where everyone's like, and now my true power, you know what I mean? Like, you just be like, oh, shit, that guy that throws tape from his elbows, that dude's rad. <laughs> He's my favorite now. Interesting. 
Yeah. He's so overpowered. Yeah, maybe that's the play. That's the maze. Just make him seem so useless. And then in a later season, oh, wait, they might be the most powerful. So a TV show that did that really well is Misfits. It was a BBC show with stars that you know from literally everything that you watch now. Like so many people were in that show originally. And one of the episodes was about a guy that can control milk. Yeah. And he is the toughest villain that they ever face in that show. It's fantastic. So what kind of milk-based things did they get into? Hey, Jay, have you ever had milk? I mean, yeah. Have you ever had milk in you and wanted to get out real fast? I mean, I've had that happen before, I don't think his name but... was the Milkman, but I'm going to call him the Milkman. <laughs> I was like, is his name the Milkman? That's what I wanted to <laughs> he's know. He's definitely called the Milkman. Because the Milkman can get it. If, if you've had milk or dairy products, and he's like, oh, you like cheese, and then just kill you with it from the inside. Okay, that is interesting. Good point. Good point. Weird way to go about it, but, you know, I appreciate the creativity for sure. His kryptonite was someone who's lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, spoilers for Misfits. Sorry. You should have led with that. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> Sorry, if you haven't watched this, this TV show from, like, 2012, whoops. It's on you. I mean, everyone should watch it because it's mostly great. And uh, Claws from Umbr- Umbrella Academy is in it. Klaus, yeah. You call him Claws? Yeah, yeah, like Santa Claus. That's who he's named after, right? <laughs> And then we got Flatman, who's another Great Lakes Avenger. Oh, we're going back. All right, cool. I'm in. Oh, I assume that we're still doing bad superheroes. Oh, he's totally damned. I imagine what he does. Oh, tell us what you, you think know. he does. I imagine he just goes flat, right? Sheet of paper. He didn't. He didn't. In between floorboards. He can withstand all forms of physical injury. He can be nearly invisible by standing sideways. He can slip through very <laughs> thin spaces. Because his body is nearly two-dimensional. And he can fold himself up into any shape, like origami. That's fun. Yeah, it's a real good one. I could see where that would go. You can almost do, like, a Beast Boy thing with him. Like an origami, like, bear or something, you know? It's weird and flat. <laughs> but he wasn't as stretchy as... He also stretch himself out, but he wasn't as stretchy as Mr. Fantastic. And then I see Big Bertha here, which, from the photo, just kind of looks like a female blob. Yeah, I think that's that was exactly it. They are like, oh, blob's so popular. We got to spin it off. Yeah. yeah. What year was this? Let's see. 89 at the height of blah popularity. The height of blah popularity and the height of me not existing yet. <laughs> got about halfway through 89 and then yeah, ruined that. Are you the reason <laughs> that Big Bertha's no longer around? Wait, what happened to Big Bertha? I assume Ian ruined it in some way by being born. <laughs> now I have to look into what happened to Big Bertha. It's <laughs> just a Wikipedia page that says Ian. <laughs> Hold on, be right back. I have to have to edit the Wikipedia. <laughs> I mean, I love diving into stupid stuff like that. Like, and I spent probably six months reading everything I could on Wikipedia, which is the Star Wars wiki. I grew up loving Star Wars, but man, there's just so much horrible, dumb stuff in it. Like, do you know how <laughs> Chewbacca died in the books? No, I do not. Hairball choked on it. Oh. No, he died when he rode a planet into another planet. God damn. Like, he didn't die in any of the other resulting things. He died when the two planets smashed together. He went down with the ship. He the did. The ship was planet. <laughs> and down was another planet. Yeah. <laughs> or up. It's hard to know what direction it was. Oh, yeah, space. Before High Republic came out, I really started trying to dig in a bit more. Because I know a decent amount about Star Wars. But I really wanted to scratch some of that stuff that's just beneath the surface. And I got nowhere. 
after being on the internet, I just I wanted to dig in a bit less. Yeah, yeah. I was meaning more of just the books, like just yeah. what is canon, and and it is cool to see some of the video game based Star Wars stuff kind of getting its you know nod from the franchise. I feel like someone who doesn't watch the Marvel movies anytime there's a reveal, and it's just sort of like, oh, it's that blue guy with the cowboy hat and i'm just i don't know who the fuck that is it's just like when iron man shows up everyone's like Woo! and then there's just one person like who the fuck is that <laughs> apparently it's cad bane which is a name that you can name a character oh i mean they're real bad at naming stuff in that universe you're aware of the music type that the band in the cantina plays right ian intimately <laughs> so you know what that genre of music is called Absolutely. Played by Fidrin Dan in the modal nodes. <laughs> Jay, do you know what that music genre is called? I know I've had a conversation very similar to this before, and I know this question has come up, but I do not remember what it's called. It's called Jizz. Yep. And uh, the musicians <laughs> who perform it are called Jizz Whalers. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so this episode is just turning into... With things that are named specifically, but then are something different. No, I mean, Dodd Welder is very clear what he is. Well, that one's very oh, yeah. clear. We started off strong. <laughs> We're talking about naming things. Do you know what I think's bullshit? What? The lead character of Dune is named Paul. Oh, that's your biggest problem with the naming in Dune? Not his uncle? Yeah. Everyone has these, like, fucking cool names. Fucking Leto Atreides, fucking Duncan Idaho. Listen, I understand it's ridiculous, but that at least sounds cool. You think Duncan Idaho is a better name? He's a member of the Beatles. His name's fucking Paul. Well, they were going to go with Ringo, but, you know. His mom's name's Jessica. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Not only is his mom's name Jessica, it's Lady Jessica. That's her entire name. <laughs> is it like a hyphen, or what are we? <laughs> no. No, just two separate names. First name Lady, last name Jessica. Oh, last name's Jessica. So his name is Paul Jessica? No, he's Paul Atreides. <laughs> Her last name's not really Jessica. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you mentioned your pretty face is going to hell before. Who's the, the main guy in that that's on the last podcast on the left? His name Paul? No, not Paul. His name's not Paul. You put me on the spot here. I'm trying to think of last podcast. There's Marcus, Ben, and... The other one. The other one. I have zero knowledge of last podcast on the left. Henry. Henry. Henry Zabrowski. He has, if you have not read or watched Dune, I highly suggest listening to his podcast where he recaps all the Dune novels. Oh, I know Dune goes nuts. Yeah, if you're not aware that Dune goes nuts, Dune goes real hard nuts. But Henry Zabrowski is so into it and so excited about it, it, it makes it so good. When I was in the hospital last time, I just listened to the entire podcast of like every Dune novel. Because each episode is like two hours and covers half of a book. But it's just him like ranting about Dune stuff. He's really entertaining to listen to. Like 100%. It doesn't really... I don't know. I've watched a decent amount of his stuff. And I think he brings a very specific energy to whatever he, he does. Like even when he has a small bit in like a big movie. Have you ever seen the video of him on the podcast, Never Seen It, with Kyle Ayers? No. So it's a, it's a great concept for a podcast. Every episode, they bring on somebody, pick out a movie that person's never seen, and they have to write a script for what they think the movie is without having ever seen it. Henry's live episode is for Mary Poppins, and it is one of the most insane things. So after this episode, watch that on YouTube, the Henry Zabrowski Mary Poppins. You've shown me a couple of those, and they're all very good. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to the Fun Balanced Podcast. My name is Ian. And if you like this, go ahead and give it a review on wherever you leave reviews on. Just post it out there. Just write it on a billboard or something. Do whatever you do. Also be sure to find us on Twitter at FunBalanced. And you can also catch the show on YouTube where you can kind of see the images along with the stories. Thanks. Have a great day. Swinging back to like odd things and graphic novels and comic books. Dan Fogler wrote a book that I am very fond of. Dan Fogler is, I can't remember his character's name in the Fantastic Beast movies. He was also in Fanboys. He was the human guy in the Fantastic Beast movies. Yes. Yeah. The, He's the audience surrogate. Yeah. Oh, John just posted a picture of him. Oh, good. Yes, him. Ian, that, that guy's <laughs> name is Droopy Mitch Cool from the Star Wars movies. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's not him. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, no, that's not him. No, that's Droopy McCool. <laughs> but, yeah, Dan Fogler wrote Moon Lake, and that was a really cool oddball book where it was, like, all of this interesting kind of alien. It, it's just something I wouldn't expect from him, you know? After seeing him as an actor, what was he, Hutch and Fanboys? He was in Balls of Fury. Yeah, I was going to say fanboys. He wrote this book about this place called Moon Lake and all these weird things happen around Moon Lake. And it has tons of different art styles and, you know, different stories. It kind of reminds me of Silent Hill, like weird things happen in and around Silent Hill. It's very similar to that. One of the stories was about a cheerleader who ended up getting, basically going into, something happened, there was an accident. She ended up in a coma and during her time in the coma, she was dreaming the whole time. And after a while, the dreaming started becoming actual life animation. And she thought she was doing, one of the things I remember is a floor routine, like for ribbon dance and gymnastics. But in the real world, she had katanas and she was in a shopping center. Oh, wow. It was awesome. That looked, it just, I, again, something that I didn't expect from him, you know, kind of like a, an oddball guy. When I picked it up at the time, Fantastic Beast wasn't even a thing. So it just kind of came out of left field. I think there was another good one ian that you turned me on to cowboy ninja viking oh yeah yeah cowboy ninja viking is like a two volume graphic novel thing about assassins with multiple personalities yeah and the personalities of the main guy are a cowboy ninja and a viking mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of different characters what was it kind of like a government program yeah for Cowboy Ninja Viking. Not everyone was a Cowboy Ninja and a Viking. They're all unique. There's yeah, only yeah, one they're... person that got the combination of Cowboy Ninja and Viking. Some of them got cross-walking guard, hairdresser, lawyer, or something. Chef, sniper, and Motley Crew Roadie. Are they randomly assigned? Yeah. I think it's just based on their interests. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly. The thing that was really striking about that book was the color. The way that the print was. They would use basically just one color and various tones of that one color oh i always like that yeah and, and as it went through it's kind of like rainbow you know you'd start in red and you'd end back in red after going through the spectrum of color very cool i have it somewhere around here i haven't read it in a while that one sounds fantastic i'll have to dig it up yeah that one's good so if i can retangent real quick i just i want to ask both of you what you think the name of Jabba the hut's mother is like, I, <laughs> I, I just need i need a guess from both of you without googling it i was gonna say john to the hut I don't know why. That's not bad. Ian? I swear to God, if, it, if it's Droopy McCool. No, it's not. There's only one Droopy <laughs> McCool fan. Could have had children. You ready? I just sent it. God. Oh, boy. Here Damn we go. It. It's Mama the Hut. 
Babadar. That makes sense. I guess I don't know what I expected. Yeah. Then there's this great person. Ian, can you tell me his name? Therm Scissor Punch. And what's he have for hands? <laughs> Claws. <laughs> Why is there a Denny's logo? <laughs> <laughs> And Jay, can you tell me a little bit about the one that I just sent to the group chat? Yeah, let me, um, low and low. <laughs> <laughs> that dude looks baked. Oh, yeah. If I could say. <laughs> he likes to take your yeah. meals. What temperature does he bake at? Slow and low. <laughs> Slow and low. <laughs> He's real into fucking you, barbecue and weed. You, <laughs> that's a business. It is a business. That could be a whole business. I'm sure there's one. I'm sure there's a place like that in Michigan. You dug pretty far into the Star Wars lore. I just typed in what are the silliest Star Wars character names. Oh yeah, that'll get you there. Yeah, there's a Darth Maul. Darth Maul's brother was named Savage Op- Oppress. It's like they just gave up sometimes. You know, they're just like, yeah. What do you want to name him? In Attack of the Clones, there was somebody peddling Death Sticks, which is a drug. His name is Elan Sleaze Bajano. I think they just used the, you know, back on when you were setting up your Xbox Live account and they had that randomized thing for your Xbox Live name. Mm-hmm. They used that. And that's yeah. why they got some of these. I love that he, he leaned into his name, right? Like he's like, my father was a Sleaze Baglano. I'm a Sleaze Baglano. My kids are going to be Sleaze Baglanos. <laughs> it's the family business. We made him a politician. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't forget Jack Porkins. Oh, Porkins. Yeah, Forrest. Oh, yeah. That circles back around. That's just a great name. That's a good name. Yeah. It's one of the times where they hit it. They hit it perfect. Yeah. And Kit Fisto is a really good name, too. Kit Fisto. Yeah, he's a I Jedi. Mean... <laughs> it's like the Master of the Universe guy. His name is just Fisto. And the most recent, there's an animated He-Man or Master of the Universe. Yeah, the one Kevin Smith did, right? Yeah, and in the even in the trailer, like they know what they're doing. Even in the trailer, the he's just like, I can't wait to fist that guy. <laughs> Kevin, if I've ever heard, of Jason Mewes play the like Stinkor, the stunt guy in that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Kevin had this. I don't even remember. It was it was going to some terrible channel that nobody's ever heard of or ever streamed from before, but he had this show called Hollyweed <laughs> that was really really good. It, of course, had all of the standard people you kind of expect. Jason Mewes. But it also had Donnell Rawlings, who was Ashy Larry from The Chappelle Show. Mm-hmm. And it was him and Donnell. They owned a L.A. weed store. And all of these ridiculous things happened to him. It was just the first episode was a lot of fun. And they're like, hey, if you want more, you know, we basically have, I think it was like a Kickstarter type thing that they were trying to kind of gauge the reaction oh okay unfortunately it didn't end up going anywhere but i think about that one every once in a while because all the stuff leading up to the first episode in the first episode was really funny it was kind of like like back when he made zach and mary make a porno mm-hmm. whereas just he has like a specific style of humor yeah it was good i think that first episode like a half an hour long is is out there somewhere probably someone's probably got it locked away so we're just, we just not gonna talk about this no nah, i was waiting for you I wanted you to talk about it. <laughs> I'm waiting for Jay. Wait, what are we talking about? Oh, you'll see. I hope you know oh, this, is what, this is what the podcast is going to be, is me just sending really bad things. <laughs> oh, 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 God damn it. It's real good. The human 50 centipede. Yeah, I mean, I want to see it. I've never even seen any of the other movies. I would watch that one. I didn't see the first 49. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 50th in the franchise. They went all the way to 50, and they're like, I know what we got to do. That literally happened when we were in high school. 
we were going to see Fantastic Four when, you know, Michael Chiklis was saying it was that Fantastic Four. And we saw the poster for it. We're like, oh, yeah, that looks really good. And all of us were kind of talking about it. And one of our friends said that they hadn't seen the first three. And they were serious. <laughs> it was just a moment, you know, where everyone's like, yep, let it soak in. Now we question our friendships. It's an understandable <laughs> confusion because that was the time when they were putting numbers in every movie title. In the worst way. And no one knew who they were, right? This is the dead zone of Marvel where they were just like, do you see Daredevil? Has nothing to do with this. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, too bad they didn't figure out all they had to do was slightly connect them and not make them bad. <laughs> also not make them bad. I really like the idea of just naming your shit whatever you want to name it, you know? Like Goat Simulator? They're going, they skip two. They're going straight to Goat Sim 3. I think that's a good idea. Throw them off the trail. Well. I was going to bring up a movie, but then I realized that it had Bill Crosby in it. So I'm just not even going to talk about Leonard Part 7, which is a movie that the first six don't exist. I was going to talk about Thanksgiving 3, where they just skip Thanksgiving 2 and <laughs> making it a good movie. Although the first one wasn't a good movie either, but... Is that the one with the turkey that was killing everybody? Yeah. <laughs> he wore the mask of the girl's dead father, which totally convinced her, even though it was turkey-sized. And then he convinced one of the guys to swallow him, and then he chest burst it out of their chest. It didn't look good, did it? Yeah, no. No, 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 no. no. I didn't expect it was. <laughs> I imagine on some movies, our very loose idea for the show is still more organized than some movie sets. Yeah. And that's something to think about. What do you guys want to shoot? I don't know. Whatever. Do we have the turkey? No. The 4th of July flick now. <laughs> Summer film. There's now I'm just going down a, a whole rabbit hole of poor, poorly named horror movies. Ooh, there's Monstered, which is about a big poop that kills people. Yeah, Kevin Smith did that once. <laughs> Poultry Geist is pretty famous. Night of the Chicken Dead. Two Lava, Two Lanchula. That came out in 16. I don't think it was the second one in the series. <laughs> and it definitely used the number two in it twice. It is just <laughs> about giant spiders that crawl out of the ground and lava. They crawl out of the ground and lava, or they crawl out of the ground and also there's lava. Yeah, and, and lava. Now I'm just looking through the worst rated horror movies of all time. Not even looking at the name. Blumhouse's Fantasy Island is on this Rotten Tomatoes list. Oh, the Fantasy Island movie was a horror movie? I guess they considered it, yeah. I think everyone was surprised. They did that with the Banana Splits movie, too, and that really surprised me. She's like, you know this beloved child show? All right, now it's a horror film. Yeah, what if it's yeah. horror? <laughs> yeah, this is telling me bad horror movies. That's not what I want. It's kind of what you want. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to watch bad horror movies. Sometimes you're just like, hey, you want to watch something that's really awful? Yeah. Yeah, I try to do. So one of them on the list is a movie that I had for a very long time because one of our friends left it at my house, and I never, ever watched it. Uh, it's Fear.com. Mm. Oh. Hold on, let me just let me just go to that fear.com site. Nope, doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Not a website. They didn't lock it down. Don't know what happened. Yeah. Is fear.com open? Can that be our website? Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. I think every episode we just have a new name. Yeah. No one will ever find us. That would be fun. <laughs> just every episode, instead of saying fun balance, we just, you <laughs> We know, just start a new podcast every episode. Just name it something else. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lot of work. It does. But hilarious. Ian, why don't you tell me about that movie that I just sent? Oh, oh boy. So this is a full-length feature film. Oh, it is. It says it right there. <laughs> it does. It says it's right <laughs> there. And at the bottom of it, it says that it is also a love story. It's called Fart, the movie. <laughs> I think this was an Idiocracy, right? Nope, that was ass. That was ass. That movie was ass. Idiocracy was a good movie. 
Yeah, my favorite horror film of all time. Really? You think it's a horror film? I mean, it's horrifying how true it's become. You're really close to the future we're getting to. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. We're about there. Someone's got fear.com. We can't get it. Unbelievable. You know what? We tried. Garfield, A Tale of Two Titties on this list of the worst movie titles of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's because Kitty sounds like Kitties. I don't know. Just... <laughs> I was supposed to be Cities. Wow. Okay. No, I got it now. I figured it out. Yeah. The Tale of that's Two Cities. One. See, it's that same plot. I wonder if that's why it didn't do well or if it was all the terrible things that they shot in between. <laughs> I wonder if it was the name or if it was just like how the movie was in general. <laughs> Have you heard about how Bill Murray got involved in that movie? The first one or the second one? The first one. Let's see. Garfield movie. It was directed by Joel Cohen, who he thought was one of the Cohen brothers. So without reading the <laughs> script, he signed up to do the movie. He's like, I will 100% do a Cohen brother directed Garfield movie. And I think he got there the first day. And it was not one of the Cohen brothers. It was another <laughs> random person. How do, how do you get that far into it? He's like, who's this asshole? You get, you get to set on the first day or whatever. You show up and it's just like, oh, you're not. <laughs> Amazing. So good. But like, I'm the same as Bill Murray, right? Like if someone's like, hey, you want to be in a Joel Cohen movie? I'd be like, yeah, sure. I wouldn't, I would read nothing. I would just be like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't even question the fact that both Cohen brothers weren't doing it. Like every movie they've ever done. Right. I mean, we have a history of badly naming things, Ian. And we all, we have a technique for coming up with game names that's pretty fantastic, too. Oh, okay. I'm interested. You want to talk about that? I don't know what you're talking about. The way that we oftentimes start game designs by Jim or I mishearing something. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. It's not that we have, like, a generator. It's that we have... We have several of us who are bad at hearing. Yes. <laughs> or bad at paying attention. I remember one day we were at breakfast at a convention or something and everyone had talked and Jim was like, did you just say Torpedo Kitchen? And I was like, I don't know what that game is, but I want to play Torpedo Kitchen. Yeah. I mean, I assume you're making submarine sandwiches and launching them out the torpedo tube of a submarine. That's fun. I play that. So and a lot of times you'd think it'd just be like one of us would just be in the other room and you would just miss here because you're like a room over. But no, it's normally we're in the same room sitting at the same table with the other participants. <laughs> and then they're just like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah, did you just say torpedo kitchen? Sometimes we're looking directly at them. Yeah. yeah. I assume that something similar happened on a project I worked on. Um, something very similar. It was just titled uh, Murder Hobo Shotgun, and it had none of those things in it. That sounds like a Ian project. It had literally none of those things in it. Oh. It was a dungeon crawler, high fantasy. And that's when I All decided right. these game designers, the video game designers specifically, if they're like writing code and just putting, compiling things together, they probably shouldn't be the ones to name things. Probably. I mean, same just, with us. Ian and I shouldn't be allowed to name things. Yeah, I named a thing Doolasaur Island as a joke, and they kept it. We also named the expansion Totally Liquid, and they kept that by accident. <laughs> Where did that come from? I never even... Oh, I remember seeing it, but... We just jokingly named both things that at the same time, and then the publisher sent us the covers later on, and we were like, those were <laughs> joke names. And they're like, well, the graphic designers are going to be super pissed if we ask them to redo it, so that's the official name now. <laughs> that's fun. That's how you do that. You should warn us. Yeah. Or they should be warned about us. You get to a point where you're like, do I have too much power? Uh, the answer is yes. When it comes to certain things. Yes. What are some of the other really good ones? Well, there's some that are like things we actually are working on, so we can't really name them. 
<laughs> we could bleep them, but who's gonna listen to this and steal our ideas? We we won't talk about that one active project. But like <laughs> lobster boxing, that was a misheard name. Lobster boxing, yeah. There were so many of them. Redacted was one. That's the one I'm not yeah. supposed to mention, so I just edit that out after. <laughs> I went directly to the the one you sent out to. I thought you were talking about double redacted. Oh yeah, that that's another one that we can't talk about. So whoops, we could probably say please stop. Just keep editing here. We'll just keep going. We're gonna make this <laughs> real hard for you. I'm going to be putting loud bleeps in right there <laughs> when it comes up. Incorrect. You'll just leave it all in and see if we actually listen to the episodes once they come out. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> because the answer is no, I'm not going to. Well, to not make the editor's job even harder, I think that is a good spot to leave it for the day. This has been the second episode of the first season of Fun Balanced, a podcast of unbalanced conversations, or whatever we're calling it. Fart.com? No, fear.com. Not fart.com. <laughs> it wasn't fart.com. <laughs> well, don't go there. TM, TM, TM. I have to go register fart.com. <laughs> you can keep doing the outro i'm going to fart.com i think we all are <laughs> okay well we have to visit fart.com now so for jay john and myself we will see you next time in two weeks bye later Fart.com.